Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the GMT Podcast. on the water yes yes i am your water obsession i don't know it's good to stay hydrated yeah. stay hydrated it keeps you alive it does i put him on that water by the way uh yeah he I was made the fir- water cool he was the first house. man to say you know people need to be hydrated because 72 percent of their bodies are filled with yeah, h2o yeah i sat him down and i went yeah let's get some water into your body i don't um, think he has. get a cool water bottle like a big one maybe Maybe one with all the times of the day on them. So you well, are you just going to get a little water you, schedule? Are, are you are you just going to jump into the catch up section and ruin my story? <laughs> well, thank you for that. Welcome back to the GNT podcast, uh, guys. Story. Good evening. How are we all? So good to see you all. Uh, it's been a busy, hard week. Has uh, it? But we're back. Yeah. I had a very, I had a very easy week. <laughs> That's a contrast. Um, but we'll get into that. Just make sure to subscribe, please, right now. Um, press it right now. Right, right now. <laughs> Tell um, us why was your week so busy. I will after I also remind them <laughs> to buy the merch. <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you were <laughs> thought you uh, jumped the You've gun there. Do a some bit. plugs there, quick. Uh, yeah, buy our merch right now. Um, if you're a dough merchant, um, they're doing well, and we're going to drop a, a few new uh, lines soon. And then also sub to our Patreon, please, and listen on Spotify. Please. All you know all that stuff already. But yeah. Um, Let's get into it. What's going on this week? How was your week? It was very busy. Tell us. Tell us all. Yeah. Um, I just have a lot to do because I am moving out of the house. Um, but that is for a bit later. We'll get back to that. Right. Get back to me. Yeah. So go on. Continue on. Uh, yeah, that's it. We're, um, we're basically just going to start by catching up on what's been going on. Man literally, man literally says, I'm moving out and goes, yeah, that's all I was really busy with. I know, yeah. <laughs> Tell us more. Hang tight till the end. Um, so just a quick recap. Sorry, levels are high. Um, the sewage ship is free. Is that how you pronounce it? Sewage. Oh, you don't want me to talk about my week? Okay, jeez. Well, actually, yeah. Tell anyway, so my week, because Travis had a really busy week. Mine wasn't as busy. I went to Dunn's, shout out Dunn's stores. Uh, every little, no, that's Tesco. Every little helps, but uh, Dunn's stores, I don't know your slogan. I got this. So this is my water bottle. This is 2.2 litres of water every day. And what I, li- what I like about it is, right, it's got the times down the sides. So it's got uh, 7 a.m., good morning, uh, 9 a.m., you've got this. 11, remember your goal. Um, 1 p.m. is that's it, 3 p.m. is keep drinking, 5 is no excuses, 7 is a little bit more, and 9 is well done. Now, see, this is a very funny bottle, right? Because there's not a hope on God's green earth I am awake before 9 a.m. Should a geyser, uh, can you see it? Yeah, you can, yeah. I, I had to turn the, yeah. So, it's so you're, you're not up at 9? No, no, not a hope on God's green earth am I up at 9. So what I like to do is I like to fill it, and then when I wake up after 9, I play catch-up. So the reason I've got this bottle is because... It's like I'm in competition with myself. Obviously, we can't do anything in the middle of a lockdown. So the only competition I have with myself is to be better than I was yesterday. So what I do is I try to get further down the bottle every day. Now, today was, was a bit of an issue. I left it a bit late. But as you can see now, we're at 9 o'clock and it is, it is 9.30 now. So we're getting there with it. But yeah, I, I would highly recommend this bottle. You know, it rem- reminds yourself to keep hydrated. And yeah, it's an all-around good purchase. Now... You may say, oh, you, you had a wild week. I did not. I also got a teapot. 
Yes, a teapot. This teapot now holds about a litre of tea. It's a ceramic teapot. Ten euros from Dunn's also homeware section. I would highly recommend it. Now, you may ask, why? Why did you buy a teapot, Gordon? Yep. Anyway, so what I did was I bought a teapot. And you may ask, why Why did you buy a teapot, Gordon? I was here and I was making tea and I, I really got annoyed because I'd have to put the tea bag in the cup, then get the kettle, leave the box of tea up here. Then I'd have to take the tea bag out of the cup. Then I'd have to t- put the tea bag in the bin, which... It's completely inefficient. So what I did was I went and got a teapot. And now I put the tea bags into the teapot. I pour. And if I want a hot drop, I can put that in the cup from the teapot. It is, it is a glorious teapot. Obviously, when restrictions open up again, we can now have guests and have a teapot with mugs and everything. I also got a jug. Okay. Now, you may think, you know, what's it like living with three content creators, you know, TikTokers, DJ, you know... From Cork, from Donegal, all over the country. Uh, this this is an insight. Actor. It is a, um, an actor. It's really, um, really exciting. So I got you a know. jug, right? The jug now is about this big, right? And now, I can't really drink milk because it makes my face break out, which is okay. So what I do is I swap between oat milk and normal milk. We get the normal milk for, you know, the future, if people are to call to the house, because not everyone drinks mo- mm, oat milk, and it's a bit... Mm. Anyway, so yeah, I got the jug. Now, all I need to do is get a, a little ceramic tea bag holder. So, you know, when you take the tea bags out of the teapot or whatever, that you put them on the side, yeah. Also, I might get a plate for biscuits. I'm unsure. Sounds like you had a very exciting week. I'm not finished. Um, oh, I'm, I'm not finished. Okay, <laughs> So, anyway, I also went for a walk in the forest in, in within our county. Yeah. Uh, we, we live in South County Dublin and there is a forest nearby which is in, within my 5k walk that it was stunning I saw a fox a did ba- you? I saw a fox oh. well see this I know you could see them at McDonald's you could but <laughs> I saw it in na- it's a natural habitat so I saw yeah. a fox I saw a badger I saw a little re- brown rabbit huh. yeah, stunning so you see any red squirrels no no, no yeah no, red squirrels are making a comeback so you said Red squirrels are back baby I was also on Corking Park the other day And uh, I saw a swan It's a luxury lovely park if, if, if anyone is within the 5k of Corking Park What I would do is I would go there And I would do the loop around it It actually takes you nearly down to uh, Clondalkin Village It's got lovely lakes with fish But if you catch the fish you, If you catch the fish you have to throw them back Oh yeah Well that, that's to be expected Yeah uh, it's well, also, What type of fish are they? I don't know I don't fish oh. And then they've got peacocks Peacocks? Peacocks Really? Yep Peacocks They've got peacocks in the car, uh, uh, close to the little Oriental Garden, which I'm surprised Travis hasn't gone to. Yeah, it's quite it's the Oriental Garden. That's my thing. Yeah, and then there's a little cycle track. There's also a dog park. So, like, if you want to take your dogs in there, we don't have one, but if you want to take your dog in there and walk around, it's very picturesque. You know, it's it's lovely. Well, shout out to all the animals, especially the red squirrel. Shout out um, all the animals. I do you know why the red squirrel is coming back? No, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. I am, because the pine martin is also making a comeback. Do you know what the Pine Martin is? No, but tell me. I didn't know these existed until last year. They look like a little, um, they look like a ferret, like a little brown ferret. They're really, really cute. If you haven't seen a Pine Martin, look it up. But they're native to Ireland, right? Pine Martin photo attached. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Funny if I just didn't attach it. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, they're they're wild, obviously, and they're native to Ireland, I think. But um, they they come back and they're they're really cute, but they're really vicious. But apparently they just kill all the grey squirrels, and uh, the grey squirrels are the ones that are killing the red squirrels. So because the grey squirrels are having a bit of a decline, the red squirrels mm. are coming back, uh, which is kind of cool. Because I'm ginger and I sport you know the red facts creatures, creatures and critters. For a minority. How, how was Bitcoin this week? 
Good. I saw you posting about it. Yeah. Tell us all. Uh, PayPal adopted um, adopted crypto um, payouts, mm. which means you can sorry, not payouts. It's either deposit or payout, but they've adopted it in some form, so you can you know um, you can actually use it on PayPal. Is that which just is, is that just Bitcoin? No, Bitcoin. There's a few other ones. Bitcoin, Ethereum, the most popular ones, um, which is a huge step for Bitcoin. Why? Because it's another step closer to adoption, mm. and that's what everyone that's involved in Bitcoin wants is adoption. Um, so that drives up the value, that drives up the usability. You know, anyone that's holding it is is going to benefit from that. But is, I, that, is anyone actually spending Bitcoin? Well, that's that's kind of that's the way it's going. You know, it's you know it's it's kind of it's not very easy to spend at the minute. You know, you can spend it on the dark web, and you can spend it. A lot of airlines take it. A lot of uh, cruise ship companies take it. Um, adoption is growing right now yeah everyone's hodling but you know it's evolving it's a it's a store of value at the minute so can you uh, break down a bitcoin like you know how you have a 20 euro note yeah can that be broken down into lesser yes yes what are they it's called a satoshi sorry a satoshi so how many satoshi make up one bitcoin oh god i don't know um, yeah, like this, uh, this point I, zero, 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 so this zero, is what zero, I'm trying zero. to figure out like if I want to go buy something with a bitcoin do I be like here's my one bitcoin or do I no um, it just depends like where you're trying to buy it it'll have a price and then that price will be given in bitcoin depending on what the market says it's worth mm. so yeah it's kind of hard to describe but you know if you're say you're buying something worth $50 it's going to be like point zero 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 or whatever um yeah and, and that's the way it is at the minute and does it take off your bitcoin then and say like you have how many satoshi we'll say one bitcoin and if you take point something off it you've got nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Yeah. Ah. yeah it can be fractioned so it's like a like a bank account yeah ah. yeah i know bitcoin to the moon guys everyone buy bitcoin <laughs> And right. it's not financial advice. What do you think PayPal's usage for it will be? Um, I, d- I don't really know. Um, it's it's probably just for ease, mm. you know, more functionality, more you know, more customers. Mm. Um, yeah. If there, if you if you accept more currencies with your platform, your payment platform, you're going to get more customers. Mm. Simple as. And where do you think it's going to go after this adaption? <sighs> grilling me here um oh, no I, I i don't know yeah like, see i like to i like to i like to find out from someone that's knowledgeable on a subject mm-hmm. uh where is it going um i don't know you see we're in the middle of a bull market i expect i expect bitcoin to um keep rising in value because during this bull market it's basically spiked by institutional buying which means you fucking tesla all the big uh multi-million billion corps are um basically putting their um some of their liquidation in bitcoin they're doing that, I believe, as a safe haven asset to keep, you know, to keep their money from losing value. Um, it could be due to many things, lack of faith in the government, um, inflation, you know, money printing, whatever it is. But that is kind of what is supposed to have driven this bull run. Um, so we're in the middle of this bull run. Um, it's going up in value, and uh, after that, I don't really know. Um, I, I I still have doubts on whether like Bitcoin is going to be the new money. I'm not sure it will be, but it's it's got a purpose somewhere. Where would you like to see it go? 
Uh, I would like it to be a very valuable safe haven asset, the same as gold. Mm. That's where I'd like it to go. And to to be in that realm, it's going to be worth millions. And do you have plans for Bitcoin? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell some when it passes 100,000 mm. yeah, per coin. And what will you do with that then? I, would you reinvest it in Bitcoin? Would you reinvest it in something else? I don't know. I don't know yet. I haven't thought that far ahead. What did you make of uh, Deliveroo's IPO today? I don't have a clue. Uh, yeah, Deliveroo um, launched on Stock Market today with their IPO mm-hmm. and they debuted much below their um, market value. Oh, sorry, sorry. So they've hit a loss. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, undervalued, really. Uh, made claims of work uh, work practices and malpractice and so on and so forth. <gasps> right, right, right. Well, that makes sense. Three pounds something. Yeah. Good time. I thought they were doing better during the pandemic, no? Because uh, everyone was delivering. No, it's due to all the societal factors affecting it and the controversies that have come with Deliveroo. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, all the workers protest- protesting for rights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's really affected their share price. Yeah. But the only thing is they can rescind the IPO, uh, I think, is up until next Monday. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do because it was an underwhelming offering. Oh, okay. What, would what you does do? that mean for them? Hmm? What does that mean for them? That they go back to being a private company, not a public company. Right, right. What would you do if you're, like, if you were running a company and was undervalued? On your initial public offering, what would I do? Mm. I don't have a clue. Really, <laughs> it's not my, it's not my forte. I think I'd pull it. I don't know. There's a lot more to it, and to to give anything on that, I wouldn't really have enough knowledge to mm. do so. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Financial Interesting. financial chats with Travis. This Thanks is beyond the, my realm, but uh, he's the finance guru here. So yeah, we're both very out of our depth in this conversation. <laughs> yes. Okay, so that's Deliveroo. That big-ass ship got free. <laughs> uh, the one in the Suez Canal. Yeah. So the Suez Canal is a canal uh, that Egypt have territory over. And yeah. Are you aware of what happened? Yeah. The the, the ship lost power mm. and it got lodged mm. in the middle of basically what is the transportation shortcut between Asia and Africa. Mm. Um, the ship had billions worth of cargo and fuel and it got lodged. For every day it was lodged, um, you know, they lost millions, or they lost billions. Lloyds have said that they're expecting a hundred million of a loss. Hundred million? Mm. I thought it was in the billion. Claim. Yeah, that's one claim they were saying. But it was, it was, it was an absolute disaster. Even like all the ships from either side all got blocked. Hundreds of them. Mm. Um, and then yeah, for they there was more losses then for all the cargo and you know equipment or whatever it was in there that didn't get to its destination. So there was just, you know, having a delay of a few days for that amount of cargo just has a ripple effect on everything. Mm. But um, they just managed to lodge it free yesterday after about, I don't know how many days it was. Six, it was six uh, days, almost a week. The Japanese owner has said he has not received any claims for compensation or su- to be sued yet, which yeah. is interesting because the divers boarded the boat yesterday. They are cooperating fully with the investigation and the divers are inspecting the hull to see what state it's in at the moment. Yeah, Quite interesting though that the smallest thing was the thing that freed it. A JCB digger. Was it? Mm. What, that one from the meme that was digging at it? Are you joking? No. It's always the smallest thing helps the biggest. Always. Oh. I've seen all the memes and I didn't think that was actually... Well, Tugboat obviously pulled it out, but but obviously the JCB digger was instrumental in that huge ship's um, being released. Well, that thing was almost the length of the Eiffel... Not the Eiffel Tower, sorry, the Empire State Building, which is just... Ginormous. Huge. I don't think a JCB. It's, a, like a, it's actually huge. But see, this is what people always forget. 
it's always the smallest cog keeps the show on the road. Always. Life lesson from from Gordon. Mm. Yeah, but it was interesting to see that they got it out. Um, Obviously, there's been a knock-on effect in relation to goods, services and everything. Everything has been hiked in price due to this. But it's an interesting interesting look that if the Suez Canal was ever not to be there... yeah, well, it's um, it takes it takes um, fuck, what was it? A twelve-day journey down to a twelve-hour journey, mm. so that is um significant for trade, obviously. Mm. Um, but I'm um, I'm just gonna fly on. What else is going on? What do you think of the restriction announcement? Um, I don't think there was anything anything uh, shocking. I don't yeah. think there was to be expected, wasn't it? Ah, oh, it was, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the cases are still. High. I think there was four hundred and forty-seven today. Um, I think people have become fatigued with lockdown. I think that you don't say. I think people have become fatigued and they're getting a bit restless. However, France, as of twenty minutes ago, have gone into another national lockdown for four weeks. All schools, all creches, all colleges, all workplaces, and all shops to be closed down because their cases are skyrocketing. Yeah, they have a curfew, a nightly curfew. So you know, people, you can you can get as annoyed as you want and you can protest and say I'm fatigued but at the end of the day there's people dying um, there's hospital staff working there's essential workers working um, they have to go into work every day and the thing about it is you know oh we can't go to the shop yeah okay big deal there's people dying like you know it's it's beyond that and when I hear people shouting about shouting about other causes where were you before this it's very interesting I find it very interesting it's always even more interesting to me that people will take up the mantle of a cause when it benefits them to get what they want. Well, I think we're more, as a country, we're more divided than we've ever been. Mm, I wouldn't say so. I think really? a, no. you, the public perspective on lockdown, no, I, wouldn't I say think it. that's changed significantly. It's, I wouldn't say the public perspective. I think the, hand, the government's handling of it is they're dissatisfied with the government handling. Yeah. However, there's only minority that are uh, breaking the restrictions. I think I think willingness to comply has um has shifted greatly. I would be inclined to disagree. Why? Because simply the data just reflects it. Cases number is going down, the R number is going down. Obviously it's a week to two weeks behind, so we won't know until next week. Mm. Um then you'll know based on the data. Um no people are moving more because uh cell tower traffic that's monitored by the CSO has said that people's um People's movements have increased. Uh, the crime figures were released last week. Burglaries are down. Aggravated burglaries are up because people are staying at home. So therefore, people, when they're getting burglared, are home. Murders are down. Gangland crime is down. Uh, I've seen that as well. That was really weird. It's not really. Um, and well, dr- it's, it's it's very drug, obvious to be expected. Drug, but offen- drug offences are up. Drug detections are up. Uh, they're all up because there's less yeah. traffic on the road. Um, and people are at home, so there's less crime. Yeah. Um, People's willingness to comply, I, I would disagree. I think it's a minority, as we see there has been many... I'm pros- talking about the general's, the general public's perspective on on just lockdown in general. Mm. I think I think near the start, or even like in January or Christmas time or before that, um, it was very much stay-at-home mentality for the majority. And then you would have the outliers who yeah. never give a shit. But I think, it, let's just say the stay-at-home majority was maybe kind of like 80-20 mm. or 90-10. I think that is starting to creep down to maybe 60-40. Um, What's giving you that impression? It's what, what I see in social media. Um, so anytime, Can you, Could you give me a source on that? 
No, this is just my. <laughs> you know, this isn't. This isn't factual. This is what I. What I think. What oh, I. So it's, your, it's your interpretation. Yeah, this is what I observe is going on. Right. Um, and it, and it, it is it is based solely on social media because every time there is a video of you know people collecting. Don't get your news from social media. Yeah, not at all. Not, not at all. Not but this is this is why it's our podcast and just our opinions. It's you know? not independent. Get it from a valid news source. I recommend Reuters. <laughs> you recommend what? Reuters. Reuters. Yeah. Okay. It's class. Read Free it, plug. No? Um, no, they're literally classed. They're classed um, through the news index throughout the world to be the most neutral. Mm-hmm. That that the that uh, the Guardian, but the Guardian slightly, ever so slightly left leaning. Yeah. Uh, you have Der Spiegel, you have the Post, the Washington Post, the Wall Street Journal, but that's slightly left leaning. So we're talking about the Guardian, Der Spiegel, and Reuters. Okay. Well, anyways, back to my point. It's an observation, hmm. um, and you know every time you see a video, for example, you see them a lot on TikTok, right? You know, it's a Sunday day. There's loads of people at the park. Hmm. Someone takes out the phone and is like, "What are you doing?" And then the comments used to be filled with, you know, just abuse towards these people, like, "Yeah, you know, this is a reason lockdown is lasting longer, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And I'd always go through the comments just to see what the feedback is. But more and more, as I'm starting to see these videos. I'm starting to see more and more leveled out opinions. So more and more people are saying like, ah, oh, let them be, you know, they're enjoying their life. So what? Fair play is. And I think in, in my opinion, that is, that's changing. Do you think that's, the longer this goes on? Do you think that's based on the demographic that isn't in the comment section on TikTok? It could be, but I know, I noticed that on Facebook and Instagram as well. Mm. Um, I, I, I personally haven't. Um, yeah. You know, I haven't noticed the shift in it, even in relation to Twitter or yeah twitter really i haven't noticed it the only thing i have noticed is people are complaining about the handling of it yeah uh, the mismanagement um people are complaining about that what i would stick to is the data like um the amount of fines handed out for breaking restrictions the amount of cases the amount of the amount that the r number is at um i do think that the demographic of the comment section in tiktok would be different to um you know people that would be out about in general because there's always going to be a select group in society that aren't going to listen anyway and they're mm. just going to like, live my life because we've all seen videos that people are just like oh i'm going to go about my life because i have to live experiences and stuff like that so mm, i don't think it is i just think i think people are fatigued but i think it's more with the mismanagement and uh, the leaks that the government keep offering so like there was an announcement yesterday but there was leaks coming out since friday mm. some of them were true some of them were true and i think that's what people are annoyed about it comes back to um when we were in the 2008 property crash the minister for finance and the Taoiseach at the time were asked uh were we getting a bailout and up until the day we got a bailout uh, they were saying no no the imf aren't coming to town no no so then as far as i remember it was patrick honahan the central bank governor i'm open to correction on this uh came out and said yeah the imf are coming in and there was a national sigh of relief because people were like, yeah, at least we know the crack now. So I think it's the mismanagement and the lack of communication is the key issue. Uh, I don't think there's been a shift. I think... Well, every time they announce something, it is the same message, ultimately. it's There's a deadline. We don't meet the deadline. They say another few weeks. Is that a... And that, that is a kind of rollover announcement. Is that a reflection of people's attitudes? Um, I mean, that it's quite black and white. That's just what happens every time, mm, you know, we, the restrictions are laid down and then there's do you, new... Do you think that, the restri- like, as you said, it's just a carousel of the same decision, but yeah. is the same decision being brought on because people aren't listening? 
Um, possibly. I'm. I'm not really sure. Like, mm. I. I've. I've never been one to say like, oh, it's because the airports aren't closed or whatever. Like, I. I. And I'm not really sure why we're not I, reaching the levels we I are. But I would straight out flat out say it. Um, I believe that people aren't listening. I believe that people aren't adhering to the guidelines. I believe that more should be done from the government side. Do I think that the Irish public have done? Done a lot? Yes, they have. Do Have they sacrificed? Yes, they have. There's a select group in society that haven't. Also, the government have mismanaged it completely. We should have sealed the airports. We should have implemented community testing. We should have hunted down the virus and used tra- effective track and trace methods, which we essentially did not, through colloquial stories that I've heard and anecdotal stories, um, people getting a phone call to say that you were a close contact of someone uh, two and a half weeks ago. So if you're notifying someone that they were close contact two weeks previous, um, how are you supposed to control that? Because if someone's walking around for two weeks that has been a close contact and doesn't have any symptoms and is asymptomatic, how many people have they passed it on to? How many people have they met within their 5K? So I think I think it's a culmination of everything. I think it's people not listening. I think it's the government's mismanagement. We're a year into a pandemic and we've only started doing community testing. Um, there's several sites around Dublin at the moment where you can just walk in for free and get a test. Why was that not done a year ago? Why well, mandatory hotel quarantine as well. Yeah, that's only just um, been implemented. Uh, that should have been implemented long ago. Now, I understand that we live on an Ireland with a shared board in two different jurisdictions. I completely understand that. But, you know, that's that's for the government to sort out. You know, the, we could never seal the border because it would be against the Good Friday Agreement, which would be a shit show in itself. Um, but I do think there should have been some... Co- uh, collaboration between the two there's a lot of mismanagement I feel what did you think of the um, the woman complaining about the see I quarantine? didn't see this video I didn't, didn't see it. it I saw your video but I didn't see the okay. original yeah. so it's it's um, I think it's a it's a nurse coming home from Australia mm. I believe um, and this is what she's getting defended for mainly even though it kind of still seems quite like an entitled video but um, she's moving home from Australia um, with her family mm. um, to to work in the front line, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I might be wrong saying that, but she she moved into mandatory quarantine, um, and there was a, there was five of them in total. So right. they were given two rooms, uh, one you know double bed, and then another one with two double beds. So I, I believe you know the yeah that that's enough how beds many? for all of them, isn't it? There's five of them. Yeah. How many beds? Uh, three double beds, so one one there's room two kids with sleep, a double there's bed. Two, there's two kids sleeping with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm. anyways, the video the video is quite funny because she she it's she's purposely looking to complain, um, but you know, kind of over exaggerating things mm. quite a bit. Um, she has she starts with kind of looking at the table and saying like, you know, all five of us eat here. You know, this is. <laughs> just just blown it out of proportion and then she goes into the, the, the two rooms mm. and then you can see like another table and then this like full empty desk um, and then she like stands in a really small gap between the bed and the wall and uh, she says you know this is our exercise space mm. you know <laughs> not fit for exercise and then it kind of walks through the corridor that joins the rooms like yeah. an actual corridor uh, and then she has all her bags stretched open like laid out flat like a butterfly um, and saying, you know, their bags are there because we've nowhere to put them. Mm. And then she just opens the wardrobe and says, like, look at all this space. <laughs> um, and it's like, well, you could have put yourself in the wardrobe maybe. And then and then she goes into her room then, which is, you know, the parents' room, and she's got all the week's lunches laid out in bags on the floor, yeah. saying that there's nowhere to put them. And then proceeds to show a full empty desk in the corner. So I, 
I don't know what the intent was behind this. Was it maybe just to try and get an upgrade or was she like genuinely disgusted? Or, but I mean, it just, in my eyes, it just kind of seems very entitled, you know, and I think maybe, I don't know if she thought maybe because she was a nurse that like she expected more or what it was, but, um, you know, this, these are weird times. This is quarantine. It's did it, not. Did it annoy you, the video? Yeah, it did annoy me. Yeah. What? Yeah. And I, well, I, I, as I said, it's entitlement. Mm. Um, it's, I think the I, way, I think the way she's looking at it is that she spent, I think she spent maybe around eight grand and that is a lot of money, right? right. Because you're paying per person and I believe the quarantine rate is something like 1800 mm. and I don't know how that works for families and children, but times five people, you're spending a good few thousand. Um, and I think what she was doing was she saw what she was paying and expected a hotel to that standard, whereas it's not a holiday. And it's not a typical hotel. It's quarantine <laughs> for you to get back into the country. So the same rules don't apply. This is just what happens when you choose to travel. And and, and uh, let me just expand on that. The reason that she had the quarantine was because she um, she had a layover in Dubai. And Dubai was on this list. Mm. So I believe the mandatory quarantine rules were being hinted at like two weeks ago. And then implemented a week before that. So, you know, maybe she didn't know about this. But at some stage she would have she could have probably bought flights for everyone that were the lesser of the price than the whole quarantine mm. that she paid just to avoid Dubai. But instead just paid it and then came and then complained. The one thing I think that the internet forgets is how a person feels. <laughs> so, no, no, I know what you're, I know you're laughing at that, but okay. what I mean is, so this woman, I, I don't know who she is, has flown home. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, she's got factors going on in her life and stuff like that. And she is upset by this room. Mm-hmm. She's like evidently upset, upset enough to take out her phone and film it. And I think that what gets lost in there is that people forget that another person's feelings towards something are acceptable. You mightn't agree with them, but you have to accept them that, you know, it might make them uncomfortable or they don't like it. And simple as that, you know. True. But. Is, is it an entitlement thing? I don't. I it's don't a pandemic. It, oh, it is. And, and you, you have to have the same rules for everyone. You know, mm. we could, we could, we could have that same sort of empathy when it comes to people that are breaking all the rules, like during the lockdown, and say, you know, these are their feelings. You know, they don't like to be cooked up in their house. But you know, you know, it's that cheesy line. We're all in this together, and we all have to do our part. Mm. The, these are unprecedented times. You know, it is tough. It, you know, it doesn't mean you're going to get any special conditions because you're not happy that your room is slightly uncomfortable. Uh, it just seems very privileged. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Does that not seem privileged? I don't think. Is it entitled? No. Like, is it entitled? Obviously, I don't know because I I haven't been in a mandatory quarantine hotel. However, what would you have suggested she did differently? Suck it up. Really? Yeah. Not discuss it with the hotel or. Um, I don't think anyone has done wrong by this woman. Um, I don't know either, but I'm just... Yeah, I'm I just mean, that, that you know, these hotels don't run themselves. See, the thing and about... And these hotels are out of business. See, the thing about during, it as well is, like, that logic can be applied to this pandemic. But that's my point. Like, you suck it up. Not yeah. Another six weeks. Yeah. But people aren't willing to do so. I think it's hilarious. It's hilarious to me as well, the fact that, you know, from one side to say suck it up, and then the other side are like, no, no, no. So... 
we'll say the anti-lockdown crowd are, no, we want to live our lives, no, we... Da, 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 da. So it, you can go both ways with it as well. Like, Yeah, but that's just the same as me saying, like, you should have empathy and this person's feelings are valid. Exactly, you know? it is. So, it's, you know, you have to you have to differentiate between them. I think I think the difference there is that people are giving out that they can't go to the shops and go to the pub, whereas yeah. a woman who's flown home to work as a frontline worker and, you know, paid for this. Understandable, as you said, you know, it's it's irregular times. However, she was dissatisfied. I, I can understand that. But being dissatisfied, flying home to work in the Irish healthcare system as opposed to not being able to go down the local for a couple of points is uh, two different oh, things. yeah, yeah contextual i suppose has to be brought into it yeah absolutely um but again it's it's not a holiday you know? so basically what we've taken for this is it annoyed the video annoyed travis enough it did, it annoyed to make me. to make a video yeah so travis hates nurses oh. <laughs> that's what we're taking from this <laughs> do you want to oh, wow. do you want to expand on that comment uh i obviously don't hate nurses i appreciate all of you guys um i think i think her being a nurse doesn't get her you know, any extra credit in this situation. I think it does. I don't think it does. I think I think anyone that is I think anyone that's an essential worker, no matter what sector they're in. But how do you govern things like that? Because like if, you, you you know, you're you're an essential worker, you get more perks. Like how does that work? Like what what are the restrictions and boundaries so, when it comes to this kind of thing? Right. So and this is this is actually the reason why they changed the vaccine rollout from after they vaccinate the the um, vulnerable and the ill, that it's just done on an age basis mm. because there was so much but, of this stuff between... But as, as, as you just said there, that's that's another tier. So like you're saying, where does it stop? So why do essential workers, workers get more treatment? Um, it's the same with the vulnerable and whatnot. So they're the most vulnerable. So you could be vulnerable, but still be an essential worker. It's not that you're getting more perks. It's just you're going above and beyond what the rest of the country is going. So you have healthcare, you have the guards, you have the fire service. Well, it's, it's a difference between a vaccine and a hotel room, I think. Yeah, I know that. But like, you, you, what you asked me was, like, why should they be treated differently? Because they're doing more than everybody else. Do you get me? Yeah. Like, everyone in the country, like, obviously, there, there's horrific circumstances for people and people are out of work and so on and so forth. But as well, there is people going out to work every day like i know four or five people that are going into a hospital every day suiting up and doing 12 hours and coming home you know that's much easier i'm sorry that's not that's not very easy like there's people that sit at home all day and do nothing yeah so i i don't i don't know um the circumstances of the hotel and you know how they delegate rooms or what you know the capacity is or any of that mm. but like even uh, even me personally even, it. <laughs> even 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 just a case in point um uh, there was a campaign recently that citizenship should be a war should be fast tracked to members of the health service that have applied for citizenship by the department of justice i totally agree with it yeah totally agree with it if you're working in the health service and you have a citizenship application in of course you should be granted it you're you're, you're working in the middle of a, of a global pandemic that has killed how many people yeah you know it, it's 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 a case of you're going above and beyond, so you need to be rewarded for that. Mm. Um, I, I don't think, in relation to hotel quarantine, I don't know, you know, is there bias or whatever, but, you know, if people are going out every day, no matter whether you're in the healthcare, the, the healthcare, working in retail, you know, I admire all these people. Like, I, I do as well. I do as well. I just thought the attitude of the video was entitled. It, 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 didn't, it didn't sit right with me. It, it, it annoyed you. It did. It annoyed me. 
Um, but moving on, we're going to agree to disagree here. Uh, what do you think of um, TikTokers trending on Twitter? Uh, I I have no I have no dog in this fight. No. I I just I saw a heading and I just didn't even click into it because yeah. Twitter. The only thing I use Twitter for is trending topics uh, in relation to sports and whatnot. Yeah. Because once you go on, once you go on to Twitter and you go down a rabbit hole, uh, there's no coming back from it. All I can say on this topic is I can't imagine that it would be very nice for you to open an application on your phone and see your name trending and having people talk about you. I think it would well, be that happened to us. Didn't I it? think it would be quite awful. I do think it would be quite awful. I also think that. You, you can't you can't take what people say you take it and just keep doing what you're doing and keep the head down and don't let any don't let naysayers get to you because you're evidently doing better than everyone else that's probably sitting behind the keyboard that's that's the way also oh, also sorry just in relation to twitter uh, it's uh, national trans uh, or international trans visibility day always remember the trans rights are also human rights this is a big issue at the moment um there's been laws passed in the U.S. at the moment uh, that you know are are really draconian in relation to trans rights, which are just unacceptable. So I just like to say that we stand uh, trans rights are human rights. So just wanted to get that in there as we mentioned the Twitter topic. But Absolutely. yeah, no, I, I can't, I can't, I can't really imagine that if you opened up Twitter and saw your name on it with multiple, multiple tweets. Case in point, like you know. Um, a very close friend of ours was in that situation, and it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not nice. Um, well, it was weird because we we got tweeted about it as well, and it was it was just one tweet. Mm. But what did you think of that tweet? <laughs> uh, basically, the, uh, take another TikToker was was trending uh, for several different reasons, but the, it was it was more so a, a collect group of people didn't agree that she was funny, uh, and then a, another person who tweeted kind of threw me and Gordon in with that as well <laughs> <laughs> he basically said that uh Keen Tony was responsible Keen Tony sorry Keen Keen is actually a gent uh, he is a nice yeah, guy, yeah. yeah so Keen so Kean actually went to school with one of my best friends did it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh uh yeah and Keen started making videos he's made he made two thousand um he made started making I want to say 2012 2012. Yeah. He used to make them in his bedroom, like. No, I remember he was um he was on Vine and he was on... Oh, no, this is well before Vine, like. Was it? Oh, was yeah. Was it yeah. Facebook then? Uh, no, it was YouTube. He was making them on YouTube. And then he was on Facebook. And it was him... I think his, it was Facebook, yeah. Then it was like, him in his bedroom, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, he started a long time ago. Yeah. Like, the Emily character is only new. Oh, okay. Like, he was... Yeah, the, he, it was Facebook that blew him up, though, he star- I think. He started with... Uh, I think was it... He started with Irish Grandmother. And then he did Irish Mother, and now he has Emily, um, the character, and yeah, yeah, bought his own house and everything, absolutely killing it. So not a bad thing. Same, same uh, with the Swede. Anyways, they basically said that he was responsible for kind of ruining Irish humor on social mm. media, and that uh, Murray Mullins, myself, and Gordon and Roy's stories were you know in that bracket as well. I'm just happy. Honorable mention. I'm just happy to be mentioned the same as those content creators because they work hard every day. And well, we're know, at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to them, but we're still they there. Work, they work hard every day and they produce content. And you know, the thing about it is, They're like, self-sufficient. people, people, people are giving out about, like, people give out about people, but like, at the end of the day, humor is subjective. So, if you're as big as those people, the positives far outweigh. Oh, the absolutely, so absolutely. Just keep the head down 
and keep plugging away you know keep doing what you're doing speaking of humor what do you make of um the whole ollie ball mania see there he, it is mania yeah oh it is he ollie ball has blown up i yeah. personally don't get it uh, i don't understand it um I, I just don't like so i just said you're just too beautiful girl you don't know the next line well like i know the sean kingston line yeah, yeah. do you know the ollie ball line I, oh, I know he does it, but I don't. I thought you were asking me, do I find it funny? Like, no. That's I, why you'll never learn. It's all you here. No, but I, 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 but I don't get it. Uh, I think it's because they're kids. They're See, British. You keep, you keep saying that, but like it is. But you keep saying that, but I, I've, I've seen comment sections and people are just like, oh my god, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. But to me, it isn't, which is fine. But if you see, if you see a youngster and he's funny and he's quirky, then that kind of, for some reason holds a bit more ground than an adult that has the same humour because you kind of look at them and you go, oh, this this kid but is quirky I, for his age. He's but funny. I, I don't think that's it. I think people actually find it very funny. And, I, you know, fair play. Like, mm. boys are blown up. Love to see it. Like, But for me, I just don't understand that that type of humour. Yeah. I'm not sure what it is. Um, that's what I think it is. You love it, but you also loved Panda Girl. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't get that. I don't know if that's the same humour. Oh, it is, yeah. Is it? Yeah. You're talking about food, like? Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess in a way. Yeah, you didn't find Panda Girl funny. Nope. I just don't get. I don't understand it. Like, but then again, my favorite comedians, Frankie Boyle, like, yeah, or Ricky Gervais. You, you've kind of different humor than than me, mm. I think. Yeah, like, I've I've always had very silly humor. But see, I like I, I, I just don't like. I'm kind of looking at. It, I'm like, where's the punchline? I'm not saying I'm funny. No, Jesus. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, but to me, I like to me the Office is funny. To me, well, it's. That's the thing, though. I think it's not exactly extremely clever, but it's it's the display of personality that people love, mm. and that's kind of why a lot of influencers are big in the first place, you know. And that's why when you know these these creators blow up and people see them on Twitter, they start bitching about them because on Twitter they're just so cynical about it. They're just, and I'm not I'm not saying you are by the way, but I'm just saying a lot of people from the outside will. I'm saying a lot of people from the outside will look at that and go like. Where's the punchline? Where's, you know, it's, and I, and I will agree, it's not as clever as, you know, Tony um, Tony Campwell, who's an Irish comedian. He's very good. Killer Sunday, we both like him. Mm. Um, um, Darren Conway, I don't know if you're a fan of him, but these guys kind of are very, they're the, they'll be the guys at school that were always very naturally funny and it's actually great to see them rise to the top and not your conventional, you know, chicken fillet roll, Irish mommy humour, which is very popular, but it I is find, nice to I, see. I, I'm not going to lie, I, I do find it funny. What? Chicken fillet roll, I do find do it you? funny. Do you? Yeah, do you know who I enjoy? Gordon enjoys chicken fillet roll jokes. Do you like wooden spoon jokes as well? Oh God, so we've done one. Yeah, we made fun of them though. <laughs> we still did them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I, satirical. Do you, know I, do you know who I enjoy? Ashlyn Kearns. Do you? I do. Ashlyn, oh, she does She, she does Irish mommy jokes. So Ashlyn is a trained actress. She's yeah. an actor, yeah. Uh, she was in Darklands, she was in... Do you have a bias then, because she's an actress? No, she has... Um, she ha- was in Darklands, and she was also in uh, The Lieutenant of Inchman. Yeah. Or Yeah, uh, but no, she's very good, like... She she's good at the Irish mommy impressions. Ah, she's no no. But I for me for me that humor is just not for me. No, it's she's the same as the volleyball humor. She's very good. At, like not just that. I've watched I've watched a couple of a couple of horror things now. Just remember the the collab she did with Chris's Adam Dumb. Yeah, that's hilarious. 
That was good. But I think Chris is funny as well. Chris is so funny. Chris is very funny. Chris is so funny. Um, yeah, but uh, what was my point again? Yeah, Ollie Ball. Gordon, Gordon's not a fan. Uh, it's not, not Gordon. Fan. See, that's that's misconstruing me now. Gordon doesn't get it. Therefore, you're not a fan? No, I'm independent. Okay. Well, I've just got, we've got about two minutes left here. Oh, uh, this I'm has flown by. Yeah, hasn't it? Time flies when the when the wine is rolling and the chats are going. Am I right? Mm, you're not wrong. Uh, I just, yeah, I guess I'll you know. Bring oh, it, oh no! Bring oh. it back to what we were talking oh, about. At you the are start. not. You are not doing two minutes on this. You can make this a longer episode. You are not. Well, make- I will make it a longer episode, but at at the minute, I'm not ready to give the full explanation. But yeah. I, I am leaving this I house. Swear, I swear if you turn around and go, yeah, I'm leaving. All right, lads, good luck. <laughs> right, so. Well, no, 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 listen, listen, we have a month left. We have a month left. <laughs> Gordon Gordon is, sees this as some sort of comeback for me grilling him in questions that he won't answer. And now he feels the need to do it to me, even though so when there's did you, two different So when reasons. did you decide to leave the house? Uh, before we moved in. And what prompted that Gordon, decision? did now? I say to you? Did I say to you before we moved in? What prompted that, the that, decision now? What? What prompted the decision? No. Uh, was it some? Because these are questions we're going to be asked, right? We're, he's not able to disclose at the moment, right? But we're going to go into this. Did we have a fight? No. We did not. Is it something one of us did? No. Oh, that's your concern. Yeah, okay. these, yeah, so these, oh no, like you think that I'm digging to be like, yeah, oh, you're you just grilled. You want to put me under pressure? No, no, no. no. I'm asking the questions that everyone wants to know the oh, answer okay, to. Okay, okay. Sorry. So what else? Right, so we haven't had a fight. He's not leaving because of one of us. He said this before he moved in, yeah. so the time has come. I did. Is, I, you know, I said this when we is were he in sad Galway. O- is he sad about this? I'm, I'm incredibly sad. Um, and, you know, it's always been there in the forefront. and Not in the forefront, but in the background. But it, it just wasn't real until I actually said it to you guys in the living room that time. And... Yeah, and then kind of when I emailed the landlord and stuff, that I kind of hit home then. And yeah. How does it make you feel? Sentimental, for sure. Yeah. Um, Want to expand on that? Um, it's a weird feeling. It's it's kind of, it's just something that, you know, I was always going to do and that I know I have to do. But uh, nonetheless, it still is a bit sad. And this, this feeling is familiar. The first time I left Dublin, um, I used to live here before the pandemic. Um, I was so ready to leave because I had, you know, other plans. And um, when I did leave, I was ready, but it still felt heavy. You know, it still felt sad. It's change. Change always feels like that. Doesn't mean change isn't good. Change is necessary to grow and adapt. Um, and I'll, I'll get into it properly, guys. But you know, for now, I kind of said to Gordon, I didn't want to live in Dublin for that long. My plan was to live here for the six months. We made the least six months. The six months is up. It's just time for me to move on to the next thing. Another question. Are we going to keep making videos together? Yes. yes. That is still going to keep going. The podcast is still going to keep going. In fact, my plan is to up the volume on all of this. So I think we're just getting started. Um, although we won't be under the same roof. Um, it's just a start. And just to clear that that up for you guys. If you're a patron, you probably will get the full scoop a lot faster. Um, <laughs> can I see? Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, that's it, guys. Do you do you feel that the quality will be affected? No, by not living under the same roof. Yeah, I think it'll be easier. Do you think the quality would improve or decrease? Improve. Mm. Yeah, interesting. 
definitely what definitely. else would you like to say about leaving um that has been great mm. um tell the people you don't have to tell me he's told me all this in private yeah tell the people the people that are I'd tuning in here the, ch- the people that are tuning in the people that have well we're running over time but i'll wrap it up with this <laughs> I've never seen a man want to get off of a camera so I'm fast. watching. I'm watching the the time here. I wish um, they'll watch it when they see when they see the uh, the thumbnail. They'll watch it. Do, no. Don't worry, we've got all this, the time in the this, world. This has been an amazing six months. It has literally gone like that, and I knew it would. But you know, I, I'm you know even though we've been together and we haven't always been hanging out at the same time and stuff i've just been happy to be here and i've appreciated it and just the the good energy that is in this house uh the creative mindset you know everything we have in common it's just um the space all of it the house it's 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 just all been great um what else would you like to tell the people am i missing something no, I'm just wondering because it's uh, like genuinely these are the questions that are going to all be asked yeah right? because People are just curious anyway. Yeah. Don't so. make assumptions, guys. It's just my time to go. But see, that's um, the thing. That's the thing. See, people are going to make... People will make assumptions and it's it's just... They want to know. They want you to bear, yeah. bear your soul, as one would say. So, yeah. yeah. The, I, think, I think you've answered the, the pretty regular ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I can really think of any more. Hmm. I, don't, I think that's about it, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, again, I will be touching on this again. So, you know there's one of these every week there's patreon bonus um exclusive episodes we will have more of them on the way by the way um but yeah um any questions about anything let us know below guys please um, do thank you so much for listening give us some feedback we would love some feedback uh anything you want to touch upon you know any points of gordon's you thought were wrong um <laughs> you know etc just send love them all how, below lo- love how you say <laughs> if you thought any gordon's points were wrong but i'm not wrong so I mean, or mine, if you think so. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, that, that, that took a lot for you, you to say. So. But yeah, we're well over time. So guys, we'll catch you next week. And it's been emotional. It's been educational. Thank you for all. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate each and every single one of you. Sweet dreams. <laughs>